Hello and welcome to According to John. Today, oh, today's topic is probably going to bring out the orneriness and <laughs> I'm going to put some reins on Johnny for this one. Why does God allow evil people to come into power? Where do you come up with this stuff at? Right. You listen to the news, see all the evil people in power. Is that where it comes from? Well, you know that, and I, I listen to people have conversations and yep. when they're, and I'm like, Hey, I can answer that question. <laughs> we have the word of God and sometimes we have opinions to go along with the word of God. Today uh, might be one of those days. I think so. I think, I think I, I'm we not gonna always, have to, I'm not gonna have to just pull this stuff out of you today, John. Huh? No, as a matter of fact, you might have to tell me to hush. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Oh, what a world goodness. we live in, isn't it? Well, yeah. And you know, well, we were talking at lunch, we, we went to lunch today and and um and we were talking about you know because duke's moving uh moving south and he's like you know i really love new york except for Hokel and the politics and and the truth is oh and winter and and the truth is i love new york except for uh uh, the politics and salt trucks. <laughs> <laughs> I can even handle the salt trucks. I hate the salt I trucks. I know you do, John. Hate them. Matter of fact, it creates anxiety. Within me. You've lived in this South. You've lived without them. I've never lived without salt trucks. So and then, I'm going to learn though. Yeah. And then you're going to come back here and they're going to cause anxiety. Okay. Well, because you know, every time they put down salt is eating the property that you work so hard to preserve. Yeah, it is. I know that, but I'm so used to it, I don't even think about it. So I buy a vehicle, I keep it forever, and if it needs an engine, I put an engine in it. It never mattered. In New York, you don't do that. Every seven years, you got to sell it, or or it's if you're going to get any kind up. of money out of it, salty to write up. Because after nine, it's dead. It's got holes all in it. I don't even know any better, but I'm going to learn. Salt but. is my kryptonite. And evil power in uh, evil people in power is freedom's kryptonite. Yeah. For our listeners who are not New Yorkers, um, things are, are really rough here. Okay, so deep blue state, our taxes are off the charts. I think we're number two tax state in the union. Yeah. Uh, sales tax, all kinds of tax, tax, tax. Uh, our schools are completely given over, completely woke. Um, it's just our, oppressive. Our winters, and I love I love winter, but just not four, five, four and a half, five months. Of Six winter. months of it, yeah. And um, but the the part that is is really pushes me over the edge is uh, our present governor Hochul. She literally has internment camps for people like us who mm -hmm. do not right. socially conform with the woke positions. Well, you know, here's the other thing. So she is anti-gun, and I'm pro-gun because I'm. Pro Second Amendment. I'm pro Constitution. I'm pro American. I'm pro America. I'm pro pro pro. Yeah. <laughs> and so I had no problem with our government until uh, recently, the last yeah, few years. I, I had no problem with our government until our government had a problem with our freedom. Ooh, that's you got a point. That's great. Say that again, Johnny. I'm just saying, I, and I didn't. I've never had a problem with our government until our government had a problem with our freedom. Yeah, it is becoming totalitarian, especially here in New York. We yeah. faced uh, some vaccine vaccine uh, pressure, serious oh pressure, goodness. and uh, there were places that we couldn't go uh, 
And there's places I still won't go because they kicked me out for not being vaccinated. Yeah. And so we, uh, a lot of pressure to vaccinate our children here. Uh, just, and they, they tried to get legislation to make it criminal not to be vaccinated. Right. And they could literally put us into a FEMA camp. And, it, and thankfully it didn't pass, but it was close. Yeah. Well, but then, now they're, now they're going the back door and going yeah. through the health care, or, uh, uh, the health side of things yeah through the health department to try to have the same mandates and do the same thing because now we're a threat to society's uh health and so now we can get put away for that reason rather than just a total takeover and even though the all the screaming evidence that number one the vaccines did not work and this this the alarming evidence of what the consequences of being vaxxed, double vaxxed, triple vaxxed. People are paying a price for that now, but they don't back off because right, right. it's not about COVID. It's not about it's vaccine. It's about control. It's about control. Well, how about this? So now they're passing a new law. We're, we're just taking a moment to vent on New York. Yes, thank you. I feel better now. <laughs> so there, because Hochul, uh, Hochul's just, Hochul is just, Oh my goodness. Anyway, so now they're pa- trying to pass this new law, which looks like it's going to go into effect come September 1st uh, of 2022. That, uh, so this may be up after that, but um, they're coming they're, they're If you want a pistol permit, which is your legal American constitutional right. In, a, in New York, you got to go through this whole process, but now they've added and they've added several new things. But one of the new things that they've added that I found very interesting is you have to turn over all of your social media accounts. They'll go through our social media accounts and determine whether we're qualified or not. And if you're pro Second Amendment, pro First Amendment, pro Fourth Amendment, or MAGA, uh, or MAGA, MAGA, yeah. Uh, if 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 you are conservative, then you are a threat. And so that's and just the way we live. Normally, it's him that's doing the venting. Today, <laughs> he's got to hold me back. I'm letting you go, baby. <laughs> you won't have to vent. I'll do it for you. Oh, my goodness. All right, guys. Why does God allow evil people yes. to come into the power? And I'm going to tell you this. That's a great question because I want to know, too. <laughs> <laughs> You have lined up the scriptures, and God will reveal to us the sovereign one uses good people, and he uses bad people to accomplish his purpose. He does. I think right off the, when you brought this topic up, first thing that came to my mind is why do uh, do people allow evil people uh, to uh, rule over us? Right. That's all right. Oh, all right. Let's do this. Am I going to get a point, Johnny? You got five points for that because that's a question that begs. And I mean, this is a curiosity question, but that question begs an answer. Yeah. Why do people allow evil people in power? Why? Ooh, okay. Because I'm going to pray because I just felt my blood pressure. (laughs) Pray for wisdom and, and blood pressure to come down. And I think I'll do the praying since okay. I need it the most. I'm so angry. God's right not going to listen to me anyway. <laughs> I think I'm right there. Somebody pray for us. Oh, let's pray, okay. brother. Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, we thank you. We love you, Father. And we do pray your hand upon us, Father. We do pray that Amen. you give us the sense to speak 
uh, intelligently and biblically, and Father, that um, we have the strength to refrain where it's necessary, and Father, that if we say something that offends someone else, uh, Lord, that they give us another chance and tune us in again. Father, we thank you and we love you. Give us clarity of speech, clarity of thought, and clarity of hearing. In Jesus' name, amen. I am your host, John Westfall. This is my co-host, Pastor Duke Herget, the Duke Meister. And today we're going to really get into why does God allow evil people to come into power? But a bigger question, why do people allow evil people, why do they put them in power? See, see, we don't allow it, but there's enough other people that do that it puts them in power. The love of money is the root of all evil, and I think politicians have learned to promise people things. And stupidity is the massive wall that's, that, that keeps evil rolling. Yeah, we better get into the scripture, sure, Johnny. We're just going to keep going and venting and going. We're going to have a ball, but we're, we need the word of God on this. You, got, you prepared it. Let's get let's get no, back on track. I want you to answer the question, dude. Uh, you asked. I asked it. <laughs> I said you. <laughs> I don't have to answer my questions. I just gave you five points. I want an answer. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I think people are stupid. <laughs> I think people are greedy. <laughs> you asked. I agree. Do I get an amen out I there? Agree. Yeah. I agree. People are stupid. Uh, people are uh, greedy. Uh, and uh, people are stupid. <laughs> Those three. And you can't fix stupid. You can't. You and can. you know what? You can't even pay off greed. And you know, somewhere behind, to pull this under a little bit of spiritual in reality, <laughs> Satan exalts people. Sure. Um, stupid people. Uh, Satan, when he was tempting. Yes. It, yeah. Amen. Yeah, because, was, because you're not wise until... You have the Lord uh, because that's the Bible says that knowing the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. Mm-hmm. So only the stupid people that are saying. <laughs> like, I'm not. Go ahead, brother. Okay, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to get up. back in the I'm Bible here. Up. This is we're both going crazy here today. Usually it's just you. <laughs> Satan in his fall, Isaiah 14. He said, I will ascend to the throne of the most. It's all about power. Yeah. And demonic activity will come along people and he stupid will people. give stupid people. <laughs> uh, uh, people who are greedy, those kind of people, people who deny the Lord are so influenced. We're going to lose listeners. Go ahead, brother. <laughs> It's You're sick. right. They're influenced. They're influenced and they're empowered. Remember what Satan in the temptation of Jesus, if you bow down and worship me, I'll give you this. I'll give you power. I'll give you control. And Jesus didn't bow, didn't take it, yeah, right, take right. him up on it for a second, but people but, do. But at first he attacks his ego. Yeah. And uh, you look at Karl Marx and uh, I mean, he dedicated his, his uh, communist manifesto to Satan. You know, uh, Saul Alinsky. And, and yet we're following that and people won't, yeah, yeah, they yeah. don't even want to see it. Saul Alinsky's book, uh, Rules for Radicals, I read back in high school. It was like my Bible back in high school. He dedicated it to Satan. Right. And so there is a spirituality among the, the, the demonic spirituality among the stupidity and greed and arrogance of, of poor, uh, powerful, mm-hmm. poor leaders. Well, who, well, okay. Uh, to to confirm your statement that you just said, powerful but poor leaders um, and stupid people. <clears throat> Look at our current resident. 
Yep. And, and I'm not even trying to, I'm not, listen, I'm not, I'm not trying to be ugly here. I'm not trying to make people mad, <clears throat> but I'm saying this is your perfect example. Dude, he doesn't know if he's sitting up or standing down yeah. or standing down or sitting. I, isn't it standing surreal. up or sitting down? What state he's in. <laughs> he doesn't know. <laughs> Shaking hands with invisible people. You're, has loving, to have you're the, loving me today, look, aren't look, you, Giant? Has to have the Easter Bunny show more to go. <laughs> but think about that. The most powerful nation in the world with this, <clears throat> with a with, moron in charge. Who can't complete a sentence. Yep. Doesn't know where he's at. They got to no. prop him up. And uh, did you see the thing, a little th press statement? He just did a little statement for like five minutes. He never blinked his eyes one mm -hmm. time. Never blinked well, his eyes. Because they had him so juiced, juiced up. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so... But you know what? God sits on the throne. I'm right. jumping into some of these scriptures We need to here. get into this because, because, but here's my, okay, look, let's just look at the, the evil leaders that we have today, just real quick, right? So we have Biden, who literally does not know where he's at most of the time. Can't complete a sentence. If you, uh, if you take away his teleprompter and his uh, vitamin B shots, he is done. Literally, he's done. And I'm not even trying to... I mean, I feel bad for the guy that they're actually using him like a puppet. Um, but he doesn't know God. That's clear. Then you have Kilalis, who... Or Kamala. I call her Kilalis because if she gets in charge, she's going to kill all of us. That's all I'm saying. But all Who's she can do... Go ahead. All she can do is laugh. You ask her a question, dude. She <laughs> <laughs> and who's in third? Th who's third in command? She. She. Do you mean the drunk Pelosi? That's, that was, that's yes. Yes, that's who I was thinking of. Dude, she staggers to the. Uh, <laughs> no, what you're talking about here, John? You know, actually. And then, hey, tell us about your husband. Oh, bye. <laughs> do an exit. But God holds in his hand. And then you got this, the, you got the lady that's the, that took um, the redhead's place. Um, oh, the press uh, The press secretary. secretary. Yeah. Curly. She's a cutie patootie, and she is. She is, but she's dumber than a load of wood. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Can you try, imagine trying to do her job? No. I feel sorry for that girl. But, but, I mean, well, she's, I, all, she's all in. She's totally woke. Well, but, that's why I don't feel sorry for her, because she knows that what she's saying is a lie. And she, now she's just trying to sell the lie. Yeah. And it's real hard to have be compassionate toward people like that. It is. It is. <laughs> they, they deserve the difficulties they find themselves in. Oh, man. I'm, all right. So why <laughs> does God allow evil people to come into the power? You better get into or, scriptures here, Johnny. Well, well, to answer your question, why, why does people allow evil people in power? And it's the, the, the statement or... The answer to your question is, is because it's evil people that put evil people in power. Yeah, I think you're right. I'll, I'll sign that. You that's, brought it up, that's, I'll sign that's it. That's what it goes to. So now we'll get back to the original question. Uh, now that we're 15 minutes in, <laughs> this thing fell. <laughs> there, now I can see. I got to, I got to redo the whole studio and that's another podcast, but <clears throat> Why does God allow evil people to come into power? Uh, the Bible says that God is sovereign. And if God's sovereign, we have to understand the meaning. And that means that he is ultimately in control of everything. Not just some things, but everything. So the sovereignty of God clearly says 
God is in control of everything. And if God's in control of everything, such as he's in control of the weather, mm -hmm. look here, Psalm 148, eight, fire and hail, snow and clouds, stormy wind, fulfilling his word. He's in charge of the weather. He's in charge of life and death. 104, uh, Psalm 104, 29 through 30. You hide your face, they are troubled. You take away their breath, they die and return to their dust. You send forth your spirit, they are created, and you renew the face of the earth. He is in control of life and death. If he takes away their breath, they die, and if he gives them his spirit, they live. He is sovereign. He's he the is He's the king. sovereign, right? And <clears throat> even seemingly handles things that we would feel are not important or inconsequential. Proverbs 16:33. The lot is cast into the lap, but it's very it's every decision is from the Lord. You know where the greatest verse is on the sovereignty of God at an everyday uh, molecular level. Uh, scientists can see how atoms and molecules form, but they they don't know what holds them together. They've learned how to break them apart. We call that atomic energy. And if you just had one atom on the tip of your nose become disobedient and let that thing break apart, you would be, uh, you'd just be a little smear on the wall. By him, Colossians chapter two says, by him all things consist. And that means he he's the one who holds the actual right. atom at the molecular right. electron They're level. Knitted together. together. He is sovereign over the smallest things. He's sovereign over the biggest things. He's sovereign over the affairs of men. But you see, I think the answer to this is he created us in his own image, or part of the answer, and he breathed into us his breath of life. Man became a living soul. We have a volition. That, and that's we, a free will. He he allows right. us to make dumb choices. Mm -hmm. And he gives I us think his the, word. I think the proper word in the beginning was stupid. Stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Except all these soccer moms won't let us use that word. But uh, uh, he... Okay, Johnny, sorry. If, if you can't offend people today, I will. I'm sorry. Yeah, I don't mean to. I just hate poor leadership. Right there, baby. There's another point. Um, oh man. I can offend. I'm just trying to diligently not to. Just let Duke be the idiot today, okay? Useful idiot. So people have choices, and God in his sovereignty allows for this. He instructs us what to do and not to do. Right. Mankind disobeys him. Right. And if we obeyed him, we would not have foolish, ignorant, evil people ruling over us. Yeah. So it, it's God's sovereignty that allows the will of man. Right. We tune him out and we wind up with horrific leadership. Right. That's, presently and all through history. Well, you know, Sherry and I, it's funny because, uh, and I hate, boy, I hate to say this because not all, not all Republican presidents were good and not all Democrat presidents were horrible. And, but we were thinking about, because, you know, if we had another mass shooting, mm -hmm. it says where several people died. And I'm not minimizing anybody's death, but the several ended up being two. But, you know, the, the news made it sound like 50 people were killed. And I told Sherry, I said, you know, it's interesting. <clears throat> the only time we ever have mass shootings is when a Democrat's in office. And she said, no, uh, Columbine was under Bush. And I go, no, I think Columbine was under Clinton. 
And so she Googled it because, you know, Google's our friend until it tracks us. But she Googled it, and sure enough, Columbine was under Clinton. It was in 99. Yeah, I've never tried to connect those. Yeah. Just. But every time, every time the Democrats are in office, we have mass shootings. And when we have Republicans in office, we don't have mass shootings because Republicans aren't trying to take your guns. Democrats are. Mm-hmm. It's just, I mean, and my, my whole point is you can connect the dots with, mm-hmm. with these leaders, right? And God's sovereignty is over all of them, but I just find that that free will of evil just seems to run rampant way more. Daniel 2, 20 through 21, because God's sovereignty extends to the rulers of nations, is in tw- uh, uh, Daniel 2, 20 through 21 says, Daniel answered and said, Blessed be the name of God forever and ever, for wisdom and might are his. And he changes the times and the seasons. He removes kings and raises up kings. And so God will uh, do his will, if you will. (laughs) Uh, That's a big word, will. Yeah. It's theologically, I think, the reason we see all of this and it's kind of like God is a gentleman's God. He'll give us instructions, but he says, if you don't want to listen to him, okay. But if you don't listen to me, here's what you'll get. Yeah. And that's, I'll give you what you asked for. Yeah. And, and uh, that's a lot of times that's exactly what happened is, is we got evil people because we asked for evil things. Well, how about a biblical example? When God set up the nation of Israel, set it up as a theocracy. They didn't have a King like all the other nations did. And they had no evil kings <laughs> uh, during that time, right? Uh, and they had judges, and uh, God yeah, because had that. God said, "I'll be, I want to be your king." Yeah, he was I'm their your, king. I'm your king. He was their king, and so then after the period of the judges, the people cried out under under Samuel, who was the fi- final judge, "We want to have a king, just like everybody else." And God said, no, you, uh, you don't really want a king because here's what's going to happen if you get a king. And he talked about taxes and kings can't, a lot, lot, most people can't handle power. Right. They say power corrupts and absolute power corrupts. Absolutely. Absolutely. And so God knows human nature. He created us and he watched us fall. He knows how we operate. He said, you don't need a king. Oh, yes, we do. And he said, okay. You can have one. And Saul wasn't in power very long until they he wished, went evil. Yeah. They wished they didn't have a king. Mm-hmm. And then God gave him a good king, David, after man after God's own heart. But David screwed up royally as well. And Solomon yeah. made a total idiot out of himself. And after that, it went really downhill. Mm-hmm. 19 kings of the north, all evil. And this is the good people, mm-hmm. God's people. 19 kings in the south, seven are good, but only two of the seven actually finished well. Right. So that's the thing. Well, and that's because, well, people are inherently or inherently evil. We don't handle riches well. We don't handle power, handle power well. No, we don't. Uh, 150 years before the birth of Cyrus the Great, God was already calling him by name and promising to set him on a throne of Persia, which I find interesting because uh, Cyrus um, was not good. No, he did. God used him to do some good things. Yep. But he was not good. He was not good. Look here in Isaiah 45 13. I have raised him up in righteousness and I will direct all his ways. He shall build my city and let my exiles go free, not for price nor reward, says the Lord of hosts. 
And so he's already, he's going to use him for good, but he's actually an evil guy. See, that's the thing that if, if our audience can get hold of this point right here, mm-hmm. it'll pretty much settle this for you. God is sovereign. Yep. 150 years before, I'm going to lift up this guy, called him by name out of Persia. Now, Babylon is in power. Persia wasn't even a thought. Right. You see, God holds his hand, the heart of kings. He can raise up and put down, just like the scriptures say. And God was going to raise up an evil man right. to accomplish a good thing. Called him by name 150 years before he was even born. That's the sovereignty of God. And so we look at it. It's all got to be evil or it's all got to be good. And the reality is it's always a mix. Even even Solomon in all his wisdom, you know, right. if he was so smart, why would he want a thousand mother-in-laws? Amen. And That's what turned, I'm thinking. And he turned his heart away from God. So he made a total fool of himself. Not the mother-in-laws, the wives. <laughs> the mother-in-laws drove him. <laughs> <laughs> so people. But if not, he had a mother-in-law like mine, he would have had aces, right? Yes. You, yeah, you won, yeah, Johnny, yeah. on both fronts. Yeah, I did. I did. But she, his mother-in-law loves him for lots she of reasons. She does. Yeah, she's, she's a good woman. Yeah, but I'm she smart enough to too. make her my only mother-in-law. I know you are. But your mother-in-law loves me too. She does. I know she does. <laughs> I love her. So does that mean we're stuck with each other for eternity? Jim? Yeah, just suck it up and deal yeah. with it. Yeah, I got a good one. I got a good one. But you know, when it comes to the government, <clears throat> listen. What about Romans thirteen one? Bring it in. Bring oh, it in. nobody, nobody's gonna like this one. Romans thirteen one. Let every soul be subject to the governing authorities. For there is no authority except from God, and the authorities that exist are appointed by God. Therefore, whoever resists the authority resists the ordinance of God, and those who resist will bring judgment on themselves. Now, I'm going to ask this question because then what I'm going to get is people will go, well, then why do you talk bad about the government? And why don't you want to do this and do that and do what they say and bow down and kiss their heinies and blah, 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 blah. And, and I'm going to say, well, because... Man, I love you. you did. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm not too smart. <laughs> and I'm going <laughs> to say, because you didn't read the rest of the verse, <laughs> which in verse 3, it says this. We see it. 13.1, let every soul be subject to the governing authorities, for there is no authority except from God, and the authorities that exist are appointed by God. Therefore, whoever resists the authority resists the ordinance of God, and those who resist will bring judgment on themselves. For rulers are not a terror to good works, but to evil. They, for the rulers are not to attack what is good, but they are to attack what is evil? That's God's purpose for them. That, now, interesting. I want to pull in some perspective here. This is the Apostle Paul writing mm-hmm. to the uh, church at Rome. It's about the year, what, 56? About 56, 57 AD. AD. And who is, who is ruler? Who's the emperor in Rome? Nero. Nero was not a good guy. At all. He hated, he persecuted Christians, threw him to the lions, mm-hmm. uh, burned down his own city, a big part of it, and blamed it on Christians. Mm-hmm. And yet... Well, and, and he was also uh, one who led one of the most severe persecutions of Christians yeah. in the history of the church. Yeah. It was Nero. Yeah. Bad, bad guy. So, so verse three, for rulers are not a terror to good works, but to evil. 
Do you want to be unafraid of the authority? Do what is good, and you will have praise from the same. Well, listen, if the authorities are evil, they're not going to praise you for doing good. Mm -hmm. And so we have this clear difference in Scripture that says that we can stand up against evil leaders Mm -hmm. because even when God put Cyrus the Great in position, he used that evil leader to do good stuff. Yeah, in the context. In the context. And it was very, very specific purpose of Cyrus being raised was to free the the Israelites from Egypt. Mm-hmm. No, too, from, ba- well, from, 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 from Babylonian captivity. And yeah, they, yeah. Were, they were under Persians, and a lot of them re- returned home. But he's the one that right. signed decree. Wait, one, was it Artaxerxes to rebuild the walls and Cyrus to rebuild the temple. I think that's what it was. Yeah, Cyrus the temple. But going back to the the the, the text there, um, submit yourself to, to power. There are clear examples of evil leadership right. throughout the Bible, Old New Testament, where civil disobedience was part. I think of Pharaoh telling the, the Hebrew or telling the Egyptian midwives to kill the baby Jewish boys and they didn't do it. Right. They were civilly disobedient. Yep. And the Bible makes it very clear. God blessed those Egyptian. Well, what handmaids. about, what about Rahab? Rahab the harlot, civil disobedience, civil disobedience. And she was not, not only did God bless her, but he put her in a family line for Jesus, for Jesus. That's pretty cool. So there is, and that's a whole podcast in itself on civil right. disobedience. I did right. one on my, um, a podcast uh, on civil disobedience back into COVID time when they were forcing things mm-hmm. in New York, and I just wouldn't be forced right. to do to comply. I, I civilly disobeyed, yeah. and uh, I think we did one on uh, should you always listen to the government or so, or be, something like that. We we topic. did yeah we hit the topic, yeah. but it is part of the the whole of our being citizens mm-hmm. and being Christians. Well, what about the apostles when they told them, don't you, they arrested them, told them, don't you preach Jesus anymore. We're going to arrest you. As soon as they let them go, what'd they do? Preach the gospel. They preach the gospel. Civil disobedience. Civil disobedience. And so, um, and, and yet Peter says to listen to the governing authorities. So yeah. was he a hypocrite or no, is I, there an idea here that we listen to that uh, we listen to our governments until our government asks us to be ungodly. Exactly. And we did, we talked about Daniel recently together. Uh, civil they, disobedience. Civil dis- is so civil. That's the, that's the key. Right. Civil right. disobedience. Right. Daniel went to his boss and said, look, boss, uh, uh, the king says we need to be, eat, eat this and that we're kosher and that's not kosher in, you know, we want to be submissive, but this is right. kind of really going against uh, our faith in, in God. And and he had had such a good testimony that his boss, uh, the manager, said, well, okay, we can work with you. Yeah, we'll try that. And so there was a civil disobedience, and God's blessing was upon right. that. But then we, we see a blatant disobedience from Daniel, and God's blessing was upon that because Daniel, uh, when the, when the, when the, Music started. He was to bow down and worship the the statue. Wouldn't do it. He wouldn't do it. 
And they they knew he wouldn't do it, and they caught him uh, praying to God, not worshiping the statue. They uh, take him to the king, and the king's got to throw him in the lion's den. Well, that happened, the civil disobedience on Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego as well. Right. With the big statue. And then Daniel, again, after Babylon fell to Persia, and he went from being kind of prime minister of Babylon to prime minister of Persia? Yeah. Are you kidding me? Guy had a pretty good uh, testimony, I would say. I'd say he had a solid God that moved him along. But go they, ahead. They tried to frame him by, they knew he wasn't going to pray to this, this idol. That's right. And so they framed him. They right. used his faith against him, and they mm-hmm. saw him praying as he always did. And then they right. arrested him through the lion's den. But the lions weren't hungry. Mm-hmm. They weren't hungry. Isn't that, that amazing? As a matter of fact, morning they got hungry. As a matter of fact, they made amazing pillows. Mm-hmm. Yes, they did. <laughs> and the king was thrilled. And, to and sleep. with their breathing, lullabied Daniel to sleep uh, so he could sleep good well. Night. Had a good night. <laughs> the next morning, uh, when the king came and found that Daniel was well, the king was thrilled because the king knew they had framed him. And then the king turned around and arrested all the guys that framed Daniel through them in the lion's den. Said, and the Bible says that they were dead before their body touched the ground. So the lions had mastery of them, is one version. And they didn't have mastery over David, Daniel. 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 <clears throat> no. So we get no because this, God had mastery over them. But here's 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 kind of evil leaders. Civil disobedience. Civil disobedience is part right. of this. But the thing is, is the leaders should have their eyes on the Lord, but right. most of the time don't. And people who are under them should always have their eyes on the Lord, and a lot of times don't. But when the civil authorities start mandating things to us contrary to our faith, then we're obedient to our faith and our God first. We have to be. Yeah. And if we get thrown to the lions, we get thrown to the lions. Because we're already we're we are already told that they're going to persecute us for believing in Christ. So hang in there, because if not, man, what's God going to think? Well, what we do, we do hard is under the Lord. And, and we've not uh, been given a spirit of fear, but a boldness and a sound mind. When New York reaches in my pocket every every year and takes a ton of money out of my pocket that if I lived in South Carolina, where I'm going to move to, they wouldn't be doing that. If I went to Florida, they wouldn't be doing that. But in New York, I comply. I do it. I pay my taxes. My taxes be one-third on the same value property right. in South Carolina as they are in New York. But I pay because I'm compliant. But when... Uh, uh, Hochul tells me I have to take uh, any kind of medication or she's going to throw me into a camp. She's, uh, I'll flee New York, yeah. and she'll have to catch me and throw me in the camp. Yeah, I would, and if she I, does, I'll probably try to escape. <laughs> I would probably leave New York. Well, I wouldn't. Yeah, I'm, I, w- I couldn't do that either. But one of the things, too, is we look at in, in Acts chapter 8. And in Acts chapter 8, what we see is we see that governing authorities led a persecution against the early church. Mm-hmm. And it says in 8.1. Now, those were specifically at that time, that was the Jewish governance right. over Jerusalem. Then, of course, there was an overlaying uh, layer of Roman Rome. authority. Right. And Satan was able to ultimately, it started out with Jewish persecution, and he escalated ultimately to Roman yep. persecution. So yep. they got it from both sides. And so one of the things that we have to look at is sometimes, and, and I just, I, I think this is more often than not, that God allows, allows, And I don't know that God puts evil men in. He can. We've seen that before. And so, you know what? God very well may have put Biden in because that's what America wanted. Or deserved. Or deserved, yes. I'd say deserved. More than anything. Mm -hmm. And then uh, what happens, though, is 
even though there's evil on that front, God's going to use that evil for good. And, and some of the good, which is what we see in Acts chapter 8, is that it scatters the Christians. And you ever play uh, the, the word puzzles on your phone or whatever, and you can hit a button, like it has all the letters, and you make as many words as you can out of those letters. And then you're looking at it, looking at it, and then you can hit a button, and it, it scrambles the letters, and then all of a sudden you see another word that you didn't see until the letters were scrambled. And I think what happens is God brings or allows, brings or allows, either way, uh, evil into governing positions because it scatters the Christians. And when it scatters the Christians, all of a sudden, uh, somebody in another area sees new letters and they get the word. And I think because we see it here that literally God scattered the Christians. uh, Persecution. Persecution is evil, but he used it for something good. That was good. Yeah. Yeah. And so I think that God is scattering Christians today with um biden and some i i agree and i think some god allows uh evil people to be in power uh to maybe even persecute as in the other days because it it brought about uh, uh the spread of the gospel where the christians were just comfortable to stay in town and god said i want you to get this to the whole world and they they weren't they weren't doing. moving like tower of babel <laughs> so the persecution kind of forced it right and and one of the things in 81 acts 81 it says now saul was consenting to his death being stephen's death at that time a great persecution arose against the church which was at jerusalem and they were all scattered throughout the regions of judea and samaria except the, the apostles, the, the main route stayed intact, stayed in town. And so what happened? Listen, God is moving people. I think God is moving people now. And uh, God will always use this evil oppression to move people to spread the gospel. And when new people go in the area, it just happens to stir it up a little bit and people start listening again, it seems. Well, I think we see that exact point under the Biden administration uh, and all the government overreach and the lockdowns and the masking up and the force faxes and all that. Uh, people became aware of what their children were being taught. And that was a good thing. It was evil that they were being taught. It was a good thing that they found out. Right about now, it. it's in the open. Yeah, and and once it got out in the open, and parents started standing right. up all over the country. So, you know, good and evil run on parallel tracks and often arrive about the same same time. time. Yeah, and so that's all part of this big question: Why does uh, God allow evil uh, people to be in power? There's different uh, facets to mm-hmm. this. Well, 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 how about this? God used evil. Uh, evil rulers to bring judgment on his people and to bring his people back to righteousness. Absolutely. So there's a twofold thing that's happening is because, and let's be honest, man, uh, the need of people has gone up since the gas of price, uh, the price of gas has gone up, right? The needs of the people, people are struggling now and some are suffering and, uh, and then uh, unfortunately health issues with the vaccine. And so what do we have? We have all this evil that's been pushed on us, driving people to the cross. Yeah. I have found even here in New York, 
where people don't really flood to to come to church and it's the darkest city in america according to the barna survey Mm -hmm. but i have found myself able to witness almost everybody since covid hit because they're scared they're nervous and they don't have answers there's there's this sense that something's happening Mm -hmm. that's evil yep and yep. I come along and I'll just say, you think it's a pandemic or a plandemic? I've, I've said that a hundred times mm-hmm. to different people. Never has there been a bad response. People look at me and say like, yeah, I, I think it's a plandemic. Mm-hmm. Why, yeah. why do you think that? And it just opens the doors to share the gospel. Yeah. So we have evil overreach and pressure creating, I think, a very legitimate fear. People are like, something's going on. It isn't normal. And the only people that have the answer are the Christians. Yeah, at the front of the resistance movement, front of the patriot movement, different things. That's people- why That's why we're painted to look so evil and bad and wrong. And, and, and Biden said publicly that Christians and conservatives... Uh, he doesn't want in this country. We have the answer to why all this is happening. We know Satan's Antichrist is is on the move. Satan is tightening his grip. We know it's all moving to totalitarianism. They know something evil is up, but they don't know what it is. Well, we know what it is because we've cheated and read the prophecies. Right. So we have answer of the hope that lies within us. Now, I would love to see the Patriot Movement move the country back to center right, uh, to move the country away from abortion. And I don't think the country's ever going to move from where it's heading. I, I, I'd be thrilled if they did, but I'm hold, not holding my breath. I just think the victory is simp- for me and well, it is in Jesus. Because here's the problem that I see is anybody with any kind of power or authority is doing nothing except for evil. And nope. and the, and those who who okay, anybody that can make a decision is either blind or evil. Mm-hmm. Which is evil. I've seen a lot of awakening going on in in the country about how evil people in high places and central But that's only control. with regular people. Yeah. But I've not seen the one thing I've not seen that might change my opinion a little bit is if I see some heads roll, mm-hmm. but, but they've been exposed, but yeah. no heads roll. Right, More right, people get right. exposed, right. no heads roll. Right. And uh, so our victory is in Jesus. We right. know that. Right. And uh, I would love to see uh, a, a red wave and uh, I'd love right. to see good education return to the country. I'd like to see, you know, historic pronouns and all that yeah. kind of stuff. But you won't. I, and, I don't and, think and, I will. Well, because I hope we're wrong, Johnny. I do too. I but really I, do. I because like you look at uh, Rand Paul, that dude's brilliant. Jeez. Man, he puts up a great debate, a great argument. But other than debate and argue, what has he done? Then you got uh, uh, Cruz out of Texas, right? Isn't he out of Texas? Yeah, yeah he's out of Texas. Take Cruz. Great dude. He has a great debate, a great argument. But what has he done? And it's pretty much true for all of them. For there. all of them. But I'm, not- I'm grateful to see that there's at least an awareness of the evil, the encroachment yeah. of evil. But there again, uh, God is on the throne. Right. And if it's time for God to turn this back, he can do it. If it's time for God sure. to just let let it run its course and let the Antichrist yeah. uh, rise and take us home, I'm, I'm really ready right. for that. Right. Yeah, you know, here's, here's what we do know. All, 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 all. Did I say all? Yeah, I all. think so. And all means all, and that's all all means. All rulers are accountable to God for their actions. Thank you, Lord. And they will be held accountable. 
And as a matter of fact, we see uh, Nebuchadnezzar of Babylon, right? Mm -hmm. uh, in order to, God raised him up in order to punish Judah for their uh, repeated idolatry. We find that in 2 Kings chapter 20, verses 17 through 18. And then later, after Babylon had fulfilled its purpose, it was judged for its wickedness. Mm -hmm. God just used that wickedness to bring his people around, but then he judged them for that wickedness. Lost his mind for seven years, crawled around oh. like an animal. Uh, he suffered as an individual. He did. He paid for it. Yeah, Daniel reaped, chapter 4. He reaped what he sowed. Yep, yep. Fortunately, though, it woke him up. It did. And when he came out of that, mm -hmm. he said, there's one true God, yeah. and he's, yeah. he's the yeah. boss. Yeah. I nobody. But you know what's crazy is his son witnessed all of that, gets into power, and denies God and is evil, and then comes the handwriting on the wall. Yep. And that <laughs> night, that judgment night, fell. That night, because that night he openly mocked God even after pulled that. The, pulled the uh, artifacts out of the temple the of God. The golden vases and drinking. Right out of the temple of God. Bring them in. They're having a drunken party. Hey, it's really cool. This is off the beat, but you give me some liberty here. Yeah. At the Metropolitan Museum of Art, and I, I, my wife is an artist. She makes me go to all these places. So, <laughs> But I it's in, in there. I get into ancient historical it's things. That's pretty cool. There's the Babylonian section. <laughs> The Persian section. So I'm at Babylon. I know about a lot of that from the Bible. So I'm in there, and there's this big golden chalice, uh, this huge, like a punch bowl, I would right. say. Yeah, hold all the it wine. Would, it would hold probably, I don't know, must six, seven gallons thing was huge. And it was from it was from ancient Babylon, and it was of the king. And I'm, I'm watching that, and I'm thinking, oh, my goodness, that punch bowl very well could have been probably was in that room where the handwriting the on the wall came on the wall yep isn't that amazing I, isn't that so cool i got all excited <sighs> it's just a punch bowl <laughs> no no <laughs> the bible and nebuchadnezzar i think was his grandson it was his grandson yeah belteshazzar bring in the artifact and we're gonna get drunk and they did and the handwriting it came i think well and it ball. wasn't even bring it in it was in straight up mocking god yeah that was enough they crossed the line they crossed the line and god had enough and so then ultimately they paid the price for their individual uh, uh, uh decisions. And here's what we do know. Listen, I, I don't know why God allows evil in except for he uses it for his good and his glory and to move people and to reach people and to teach people. And that to, is without question. Without every time we see it all throughout. And so that if there's no other reason, then that's plenty of enough reason, right? But here's what we know is that God sets boundaries for them. Uh, for God is, uh, we see it in Psalm 74, 12 through 17. For God is my king from of old, working salvation in the midst of the earth. You divided the sea by your strength. You broke the heads of the sea serpents in the waters. You broke the heads of Leviathan in pieces and gave him as food to the people inhabiting the wilderness. You broke open the fountain and the flood. You dried up the mighty rivers. The day is yours. The night also is yours. And then verse 17 says, uh, 16 goes, on says you have prepared the light and the sun you have set all the borders of the earth you have made summer and winter so we know that god does whatever he does and listen if he can break up the leviathan and feed the people he can sure enough break up the evil governments and free the people mm -hmm. and so whatever god does he does and we know he loves us and he's got our best interest at hand and he's going to use the evil that satan has for 
our good and his glory, ultimately, whatever that looks like. There will be a day of reckoning. Uh, rulers are not immune to punishment. Yeah, um, Mussolini was hung by the Italian people. Mm-hmm. Uh, Romania, Ceausescu in Romania, they, they, it all caught up with him. They hung him and, and his wife, uh, deservedly so, for the cruelties mm-hmm. that, that they put upon Romania. And uh, they they all reap, and that, that comforts me. They all reap yeah. in the end. There's a day of reckoning, and and just like Satan's going to have his day, and he's going to be in a corner in hell, and the kings of the earth are going to look and go, that's what we followed, and that's going to be the same thing with all rulers. They're going to be uh, brought down to nothing, and so guys, let me just encourage you. Evil exists, we know it exists, and we know that God allows it for whatever reason, and we know that God puts it in place for his reasons, and here's what we do. We trust God because he is trustworthy, and we believe God because he is honest, and we love God because he first loved us, and we surrender to God because without surrendering to him and making Jesus our Lord and Savior, we have no hope. And so I hope today has helped you and that one day you find Christ as your Lord and Savior if you don't know him. Hey, guys, if this has helped, please like, share, subscribe, and follow. And until next time, God bless. God bless.